0: Hello, and welcome to the Consumer Goods Forum's End-to-End Global Value Chain podcast series. In this series, we hear industry insights from people working to find collaborative solutions that benefit the entire value chain. My name is Zoe Darwala, a Communications Officer at the CGF, and today I have the pleasure of giving the floor to Rudy Garhagadon, Director of the CGF Value Chain Coalition. Over to you, Rudy. Yes. Hello, thank you, Zoe, and we have a very special guest today, as announced, we have Bram with us, Bram von Seindl, CEO of Pure Value Europe. Hello, Bram. Hi, how are you? Ah, thank you, all good, good to have you with us. Bram, you published some blogs with us, and uh, we are now here to listen to you, so could you give us a short introduction? Who are you, and what does your company actually do?
1: Well, yeah, my name is uh, Bram Bram van Schijndel, so it's a Dutch name. Um, uh, Since I was a child, I was always influenced that I thought, okay, why the world is how it is and how can I help to to change it? So when I started studying, I started uh, studying environmental material technology. I also helped uh, uh, develop the environmental industry of South Africa. And afterwards, I didn't study more into logistics. And so I started working at Capgemini, helping retailers and brands optimize their supply chains. So, but I forgot something. I forgot that sustainability and supply chains actually go really hand in hand. And from that time on, and it's almost 15 years ago, I only developed sustainability and supply chain uh, related solutions. Uh, So, for example, a lean and green program where I helped uh, reducing 20% of CO2 reduction together with retailers, brands, and logistic service providers. And the project of what I'm now speaking of today uh, started six years ago when a guy came to me and said, well, I'm I'm in the cardboard industry for the past 25 years, but it's wasting a lot of cardboard. And can we optimize this more in a collaborative way together with retailers and brands? And so that was, is what Pure Value does. Pure Value helps retailers and brands to optimize their promotions on a more effective and a more sustainable way. And this is what I will talk about today.
0: Yeah, very clear. So if we talk about shop floor and cardboard, I think um, that's your, your key topic. Um, if you look into this, what are, in your point of view, the current problems of the cardboard displays that we see worldwide?
1: Well, I think there are three main problems. And so the first problem is, is that most brands and retailers don't know if a display is on the shop floor or not, and if it's selling or not. And this is, yeah, it's really a, 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 a most valuable spot on the retail side, huh? because you put actually not only products on there, but also communication on the brand and, and, and certain things. So this is very important that those displays are effective and have create the right return of investment. But at the moment, the displays are not smart. So they can't tell you, I'm now on the shop floor. And they can't tell you, I'm now selling. So this is something that is yeah, also in some investigations that we saw that 30% of those displays never make it to the shop floor. And if they are on the shop floor, there's another problem because it can be sold out in five minutes, but it's not sold out in five minutes. It's just used for refilling the shelves and not used for selling on top of the display. So that is the first problem. The other problem is the supply chain. Most promotions are pre-filled. This means that the products need to go to a logistics service provider uh, packed and so filled, the, the, the display needs to be set up, filled, uh, get a, a package around it. So to protect it, to get it secure to the shop floor, and there a lot of cardboard waste is there yeah? so that but it's not the cardboard waste itself it's also brands needs to stack those displays as much as possible because then you get an efficient supply chain but if you go on the shop floor then it's not it's not sold out immediately it's not sold out in that one week promotion and yeah this is this is also a problem that Actually, what you want to do is create an impulse of one week, but because the supply chain needs to, is so complex, it, it, never, it doesn't match this goal. And the other problem, and I, I, I think that's related to the first problem, is obviously the sustainability one. We calculated that a, a billion kilograms of cardboard is wasted every year on those branded promotions. So a, a promotion has between 5 to 10 kilograms of cardboard used. It's not only the display itself, it's also the cardboard that needs to go with the packaging, so to package the product. And the other thing is the CO2. We calculated that an average store, and all promotions that are on the store for a year, have more CO2 emissions than the average emissions of the store itself so there you see that not only the cardboard waste is a problem but also on co2 Emissions, we have an immense problem in this case.
0: Uh, I think that's, that's very clear. Thank you very much. Um, good, good visual insight. Um, I mean, this is a massive amount uh, of, uh, of cardboard that we are talking about then. So what has been your journey so far to solve all of this? Can you give us some insights there?
1: Yeah. With the background that I have of developing co-creations together with retailers and brands, I truly believe that you need to, to join forces to solve sustainable problems. And therefore, we started six years ago with co-creation sessions. Co-creation sessions in the Netherlands and in Belgium. And their companies like Carrefour, Delhaize, Jumbo... Uh, um, SPAR, uh, those are the retailers, but also all big brands like Coca-Cola, Unilever, uh, um, Colgate, Palmolive, they, they joined those sessions and they said, okay, we still want to do promotions in five to 10 years time, but we want to do in a more sustainable way. So get rid of all the cardboard, but we also want to know if the display is effective or not. Is it on the shop floor? Is it selling? And, this was the big quest coming, quest coming out of these sessions. And we started co-creating with, with several brands on this item that we needed to create. So at that time, we created a foldable system. It was still metal, a foldable system that was uh, yeah, foldable, stackable, but also every shelf is individually adjustable. So what we created is a reusable display and it was 2017 and we did a large showcase together with all these brands and retailers and we found out that this was really the right direction to go so this is also a belief that i have if you want to build a standard in the market never start with the biggest retailer the biggest company because it's very hard for the biggest company to change everything because they have created this huge system that it's not easy to change but if you go to the retailer that is big enough to show the impact and small enough to start immediately then you are in the, you have the right candidate and in a sustainability case if you want to build something circular one thing is very very important that that item is used as many times as possible throughout the year, uh, throughout his lifetime, and because then it's becoming sustainable. So these issues made us rethink the entire supply chain. And then we went to Jumbo. And Jumbo is, in the Netherlands, the second largest retailer. And the buyer of Jumbo came up with a great idea. He said, what if we just leave that rack on top of the shop floor, and only replace the communication. And the communication on this item is 85% less than, uh, the the cardboard that we use is 85% less than a normal display. So this is really interesting because we actually skip the current supply chain. You don't need to pre-fill it. So the products all go directly on pallets towards the store via the DC of the retailers to the stores and what Jumbo does is they print the sleeves and the communication sleeves at their own supplier who package it with the products that will go to the stores anyhow so we don't create extra transport only a little bit more volume and this is calculated by the University of Wageningen, saving seventy five pri- percent of CO two just on the supply chain, because we organize the supply chain in a different way.
0: Oh, this looks like a huge, huge success story. Uh, what are your next steps then on this uh, road, uh, Bram? Yeah, the,
1: uh, for me, the great thing about getting something, yeah, having an entire new view on um, yeah, a problem in the market is that you can think of total different ways of organizing a system so for example the 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 goal is to have more effective promotions on the shop floor in the most sustainable way but you can also think of this reduces the lead times from 12 to 16 weeks to maybe even only one week and if we can use one week then we can anticipate on the weather for example, actually wasn't this what promotions are about to anticipate on the moment to anticipate if there is a football match if somebody even wins or something that will be I think the next step to it but also maybe a store can think of I will have a different store in the morning than in the afternoon than in the evening because there is a a different traffic so If you standardize the process, you can think of all these directions. And for for us, we want to make this a global new standard. So I believe that now we showed that in the Netherlands, we could build a new standard. And the Netherlands is not the biggest country in the world, but it's big enough to show the impact.
0: Oh, very clear. So uh Brian, thanks thanks a lot for also for giving some uh, outlook uh, and where where you're going so if people want to know a little bit more where can they find you
1: They can find me uh, even on the website of the Consumer Goods Forum and so we wrote two articles the dark side of the most valuable sport of retail part 1 and part 2 and uh, there is also a showcase on uh, on the website that you can on the on the store and so I think it's it will be best to to immediately go to the Consumer Goods website and uh, my contact details are there.
0: Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time today, Bram. It was great to have you with us. Thank you so much. My name is Rudy Hagedorn. Thank you for listening in. Thank you and goodbye. Zoe, over to you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast series, End-to-end Global Value Chain. For more information about our work, check out our website, cgfvaluechain.com. Thanks again and see you next time.